Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Theatophonic presents Lionel Heatherdew's War. Written by Nigel Foster. The Heatherdew Residence. Oh, hello, Maud. How are you all? No, he's back home with me again. He bought himself out of the regiment a few weeks ago, just before Christmas. Between the two of us, Maud, he wasn't really cut out for life in the army. Far too boring in the barracks, and too, too awful in the trenches on the front line. Poor lamb. Still, he had served for two and a quarter years, right from September 14. Both of us feel he really has now done his bit for king and country. Lionel, darling, go and see who's at the front door for me, will you? Thanks. I'm so sorry about that, Maud. It's never been the same here since all the domestics joined up. Pals, battalions, you know. And how is Archie keeping these no. days? No, no, no. Oh, so sorry, Maud. Something's upset his nibs. I'm afraid I'm going to have to hang up and find out what's wrong. I promise I will call you back when I can. Bye! Mama, this is awful. This telegram. A complete and utter disaster. What is it, my poppet? They're calling me up. The army. But, darling, surely that's just a big mistake. You've done your duty now, and they must realise that you But they've introduced conscription, Mama. Don't you understand? They classified me as a reservist, even though I had quit the Fusiliers. And now it seems all reservists are being called up. This is a disaster. They're telling me I'm to report to a Sergeant Beaumont at the Grenadier Guard Barracks in Caterham Saturday morning, nine o'clock sharp, or else find myself arrested. That's only, what, four days from now? I can't go back, Mama. I really can't. Can't you do something? Call someone and sort it out for me. Oh, how about Uncle Edgar? He's something big in the war office, isn't he? Surely he can pull a few strings and put an end to this nightmare. Leave it to me, darling. Don't you worry. I will see to it that my dearest lamb doesn't have to go back into the horrible army. Thank you, Mama. You're the best.
Next. Get a move on, laddie. We don't have all day. Name. I don't want to be here. I don't give a chuffing cuss what you want, laddie. Field Marshal Earl Haig needs you for his army, and that's all there is to it. Name? Lionel Webster Heatherdew. Heatherdew. Hmm. Oh, here we are. Blimey. Says here you were a second lieutenant in the 21st Fusiliers, so tell me, sir, what the blazes are you doing signing up here at Caterham to be a lowly guardsman when up to only last Christmas you were an officer? Look, I don't want to be here. The fellows are expecting me back at the varsity next week. I just want to resume my happy life as a student, all of which I'll have you know I chucked in when I volunteered in 14. Hmm. Huh. Back to all your posh chums now. Where did I see it? Uh, oh, yes. At Downing College, Cambridge. Eh? Well, I wouldn't exactly call them posh, sir. Silence! You will not answer back a superior, or you'll be on a charge even before you put on your uniform. Sarge! Get out of my office, laddie. Run along next door to the quartermaster's stores and collect your uniform and your kit. At the double! Next conscript! Right. Name? Oh. oh. You know, I do so hate Sunday afternoons. The whole lovely weekend is now pretty much over, especially after such a ripping time here being back at home again. And try as you might, one cannot help but start to think about the dreaded Monday morning and all the frightful stresses and strains which the coming week will throw at you. This awful feeling takes me straight back to being a schoolboy again and being really down in the dumps because it's the last day of the long summer holidays. The certain knowledge that all the fun days are well and truly over plus that sinking feeling which says tomorrow we are to motor over to Repton for the new term. Lionel? Lionel? Hmm? What? You know full well what. It's high time you got going, darling. Your taxi cab will be here any minute. Oh, Mama. I know, pet, I hate seeing you suffer. If I could do anything to take away this sadness from you, you know I would do it. I'm your mother and I love you. But it's no longer a question of me writing a letter to your headmaster to say you need to be excused. But it's so unfair. So bloody unfair. Language, dear. You know how I hate swearing. Your poor father will be spinning in his grave. Oh, do come off it, Mama. That's such a silly thing to say when you had him cremated. And his ashes are up there, looking down at us from the urn on the mantelpiece. Well, you know exactly what I mean, darling. Do you know, I've made my mind up. I'm simply not going to return to barracks. Not this evening, not ever. Darling, you will be shot as a deserter. I simply couldn't have that. 
You know I would try and hide you here, anything for my darling boy. But I simply couldn't bear to think of you taking the risk of ending up in front of a firing squad. Actually, that's where you're wrong, dear Mater. You are right that a fellow will be shot if he deserts his post on the front line, but, and I've been researching this, here in Blighty, all I would get would be just a few days in prison. If, that is, I do get caught, which I am planning will most definitely not happen to yours truly. Oh? Well, then. But prison? Lionel, dear, what a ghastly thought. You, locked up with all those sweaty criminals. The very thought makes my tummy turn over and over, like a child's hoop. My mind's made up, Mama. I want to keep you out of it, so I'll go now. And you can tell the authorities, should they come a-calling, that I had told you I was heading back to barracks. That way, you won't have to lie. And let's be honest, dearest thing, you're not the world's best liar, now are you? Oh, well, if you're really sure. And I can't talk you out of this? No, not one inch. My mind is made up. Well, you take care of yourself, darling. And I do so hope to see you again before too long. Bye-bye, darling. I love you. Bye-bye, dear Mama. I love you too. Mwah. Maple 258, the Heatherdew residence. Good evening, ma'am. Is that Mrs. Heatherdew? Mrs. Gwendolyn Heatherdew? Yes, that's correct. Who's speaking, please? It's Sergeant Roger from Acorn's Green Police Station. Oh, yes. What can I do for you, Sergeant? It's about your son, Lionel. I'm sorry to say he's been reported as missing from his barracks in Caterham. And the army, I'm really sorry to have to say this, ma'am. The army are treating the matter as a case of desertion. Oh dear. That is too bad, Sergeant. What can I do to help you? We were hoping you might know where Lionel is just at this minute. Is he perhaps safely with you at home? Then we would be able to sort all this out. It's probably just a matter of a misunderstanding. We all know what the army bureaucracy is like, don't we? Thank you, Sergeant. But I haven't seen my son since he left here two days ago, heading to the barracks. I can assure you that Lionel is not anywhere in this house. I'm afraid I have no idea where he is to be found. I assume they have conducted a thorough search of the barracks. Might he have dozed off in some dark corner, perhaps? Thank you, Mom. But rest assured, he is most certainly nowhere to be found within the Caterham garrison. Sorry to have bothered you, and I will do my best to keep you updated with any news that comes our way from the army. I wish you a good evening, Mrs. Heatherdew. Good evening, Sergeant. Left, right, left, right. Prisoner escort, halt. Captain Horncock, sir. This is Guardsman Heatherdew. The charge is that he went absent without leave from this garrison on 15th May 1917 for five weeks and two days. He was subsequently apprehended by Caterham Police on 21st June and has been held securely in our own jail block since. Through neglect, he has lost his arms, his army-issued equipment and his clothing. Well, I had to find some money to live on, don't you see? And I met this most obliging man in the pub. I wouldn't 
exactly describe him as a gentleman who bought the lot off me. The prisoner will remain silent. Sarge! By being here, Sarge, you're depriving some village of a perfectly good idiot. What was that? Nothing, Sarge. Nothing. You will get your chance to speak in a few moments' time, Guardsman Pedadew. Oh, this is all such a colossal waste of time. Is this true, Guardsman? You were conscripted on the 3rd of March this year and deserted on the 15th of May, a little over two months later. That is quite the most bizarre behaviour I've ever heard. Well, I thought I would stick around for ten weeks to give it a go, but that turned out to be ten weeks of my life totally wasted with utter boredom and tedious square bashing. The prisoner will remain silent until invited to speak. Now, is there anything you wish to say in your defence? No, sir. This is a cut-and-dry case. I find you guilty of desertion as charged. You are sentenced to 28 days in the garrison jail and you will forfeit your corresponding 28 days pay. Sergeant, escort the prisoner to the jail. Prisoner escort. Attention. About turn. Quick march. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Maple 258, the Heatherdew residence. Good evening, Mom. I believe I'm addressing Mrs Gwendolyn Heatherdew. Yes, that's quite correct. And that sounds like Sergeant Roger of Acox Green Police Station. Yes, Mom. <laughs> Absolutely right. Sounds like our detectives can do with taking a lesson or two from you. What can I do for you, Sergeant? I'm afraid it's about your son, Lionel. What about him? He's missing again from his barracks. Oh, for heaven's sake, Sergeant. He's in jail in Caterham. Can't the army even keep their own prisoners secure? Well, actually, Mrs. Heatherdew, he was released yesterday, having served his 28 days for desertion. It appears he simply walked out of the barracks this morning, fully dressed in his uniform and carrying his rifle. He's not been seen since. Well, he's not here, if that's what you think. Thank you for confirming, Mrs. Heatherdew. I'll bid you good day. Good day, Sergeant. Left, right, left, right. Prisoner escort. Halt. Ah, Guardsman Heatherdew. So good of you to find time in your busy schedule of desertion to return to us once more. It's been pretty much two whole months this time, hasn't it? Hmm, let's see how you spent your time on this occasion. Ah, I see that intrepid boys in blue arrested you in the house of ill repute. In... Oh dear. In Sturchley, in the parish of Birmingham, no less. Right on your own doorstep this time. Arrested by no less a person than our redoubtable Sergeant Roger from Acox Green Station. Your very own local Nick. How appropriate. Trying to keep things on your manner this time, eh? I simply don't want Enough! To. I find you guilty as charged. For desertion and losing through negligence your arms, your army-issued equipment and your clothing, I sentence you to 56 days in jail with a corresponding stoppage of 56 days pay. Dismissed. Prisoner escort. Attention. Quick march. Left, right, left, right, left, right.
Maple 258. For Heatherdew residents. Good evening, ma'am. I believe I'm addressing Mrs Gwendolyn Heatherdew. Yes, Sergeant Roger. What is it? Well, firstly, may I wish you a belatedly very happy new year. May 1918 bring about an end to this horrible war and we all find peace. Yes, and yes. Do get a move on. State your business. Um, it's Lionel again, I'm afraid. And the barracks have been in touch to advise that he has deserted again. And we are to keep an eye open for him. Thank you, Sergeant. We have not seen him here since he returned to the barracks two weeks ago, straight after the Christmas holidays. Once again, I say Lionel is not here with us. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bum, bum. Left, right, left, right, prisoner escort, halt. Well, 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 Guardsman Heatherdew. I was beginning to miss these intimate moments with you. It's been, what, nearly three whole months since you last deserted? Do I perhaps detect that you are beginning to appreciate your life here in the army? Begging your pardon, sir, Guardsman Etherdew was only released from his last prison sentence on 13th December. He then went straight to the garrison infirmary to be treated for the clap, after which he was discharged on 24th December. Ah, just in time to go home for Christmas. Well, well, what a turn up for the book, eh? Going and catching a sexually transmitted disease just to avoid fighting. A bit extreme, wouldn't you say? It wasn't exactly deliberate, sir. I did the trick all right. And haven't you been a busy bunny since Christmas too? You went AWOL on the 11th of January, caught in mm, the Star and Garter pub, Soho, London on the 28th of January. <laughs> it says here you gave your escort party the slip two days later as they were bringing you back from catering. How the devil did you manage to do that? Oh, that? Oh, to be honest, sir, it was actually remarkably easy. I merely asked to go out and have a Jimmy Riddle, and then climbed out of the back window in the gents, and just legged it. Really very simple. Just like my escort guards. Subsequently recaptured 9th February in... Let me see... In the Stangarta Soho. Oh, come, come, guardsman. You didn't exactly make it difficult to find you again, did you? You were picked up at the self-same pub. You were the police nicked you two days earlier. It never occurred to me that Plod could be that quick-witted. Right. Usual drill. I find you guilty as charged. For desertion and losing through neglect your arms, your army-issued equipment and your clothing, I sentence you to six months in jail with the corresponding stoppage of six months' pay. Dismissed. Prisoner escort, attention. About turn. Quick march. Left, right, left, right, left, right.
Maypole 258, the Heatherdew residence. Mama? Hello, it's me! Oh, thank goodness it's you, Lionel. I don't mind telling you that every time the telephone rings, I dread hearing more awful news about you. So how are you, my poor thing? How is prison? Oh, it's tolerable, Mama. But this time, I think they've finally ground me down. Oh? Yes, it's tedious in the extreme, and there's so little to do except read trashy novels. I have to confess that I've been getting really down in the last week or two. Anyhow, the reason for my call is this. Captain Horncock came to visit me this morning with a message from the CEO. Apparently, the commanding officer has been reviewing my recent sentence, and he's offering to quash the second half of my sentence if I'm prepared to join the latest expeditionary force overseas. Which means I only get to serve three months of my six-month sentence. Of course, I said absolutely like a shot, and I sail in two days' time for Haifa. Oh, dear. Wherever in the world is that, darling? Oh, Mama, it's in the Middle East. In Palestine, not far from Bethlehem. You know, I've always wanted to visit the Holy Land. And now I'm getting the chance courtesy of His Majesty's army. I cannot tell you how bucked I am with this amazing turn-up. Particularly to get away from the dreary grey English spring and to bask in some real warm sunshine. Well, do try to enjoy yourself, darling. Tell me about it when you get back home. I don't suppose there's any chance you might write me a note in the meantime, is there? Bye-bye, darling, Mama. I love you. Oh. Love you too, Poppet. Bye. Ah, Sergeant, do come in. At ease. You wanted to see me, sir? Yes, indeed. You remember our constantly disappearing friend, Guardsman Heatherdew? I doubt I shall ever forget him for the rest of my days, sir. So, what's the cowardly mummy's boy done now? I have to say, sir, I thought you pulled an amazing stunt to get him transferred to two battalions overseas force. Very neat piece of offloading, a particularly thorny problem, onto someone else. And, of course, now he's in the theatre of war, he can't exactly go AWOL without risking being summarily shot. <laughs> on what stunts he's been pulling over there. Well, that's what I wanted to tell you. I've just heard from the CO, 2 Battalion, who informed me the cocky little beggar only went and contracted sunstroke. Within his first few days in Palestine, seems like the lad went and stripped down to his combinations and then sunbathe for far too long. Hey presto, he gets two weeks recovery, being looked after and pampered by the pretty young nurses in the infirmary. So, no change then in Guardsman Heatherdew's behaviour? <laughs> Seems that way, Sergeant. But the best bit is still to come. I read that the CO2 battalion has come to the conclusion that our deserting friend is bored and in need of the stimulus of some responsibility. So, and you could never have guessed this in a month of Sundays, the Colonel has only gone and promoted him to Lance Corporal. <laughs> Blimey! No, I really have heard it all. Sir, permission to speak freely, sir? Be my guest, Sergeant. The Colonel is clearly off his chump if he thinks this is the correct way to deal with Guardsman Netherdew. 
Maybe he isn't the only one in two battalion to be suffering sunstroke, sir. <laughs> you make a good point, Sergeant. That would be all. Thank you. Maypole 258, the Heatherdew residence. Mrs Heatherdew, long distance from Cologne. Well, yes, of course it is. Why in heaven's name are you bothering me with something I already know? I'm calling to let you know that you have a long distance telephone call from Cologne, Germany. Do you wish me to plug them through to you? Oh, well, yes. I, I suppose so. Yes, do be a darling and put whoever it is through, will you? Ah. Hello, it's me. Lionel, how truly wonderful to hear from you, my darling. Isn't it just too, too terrific news? The armistice signed yesterday. It's official. The war is finally over. Oh, I could hug you, dearest thing. Are you calling to say you're on the next train home? No, no. That's not going to happen any time soon. I'm so pig-sick, Mama. The captain here told us all yesterday that the rotten army is not going to demobilize us until at least the summer of next year. They say that now that Kaiser Bill has abdicated and Germany has become a republic, we have to stay on here to help keep the peace. There are riots breaking out everywhere. Who's really scarce, and there's talk of revolution like happened in Russia last year. I really can't see any reason why the Germans can't sort out their own mess for themselves. After all, it was them who started the war in the first place. It's a certain fact that I'm going to be stuck here in ruddy Cologne for months and months. Mummy, I'm going out of my mind. I, I, I'm really lost to know what I'm going to do. Maypole 258, the Heatherdew residence. Um, good evening, Mrs. Heatherdew. Sergeant Roger, what is it this time? I'm afraid it's about Lionel once more, Mrs. Heatherdew. Caterham Barracks have just telegraphed to say he's disappeared from the garrison in Cologne. That's a place in Germany. I had to look it up myself. Oh, dear God, give me strength. I am very well aware of the location of Cologne, thank you, Sergeant. My late husband and I used to visit the city from time to time for our holidays, some years back. I'm afraid I have not heard from my dear son since he telephoned me yesterday morning. And did he by any chance tell you a... No, Lionel did not hint or intimate that he was about to desert. So much as I would like to, I'm afraid I cannot help you. Good day. Goodbye, Mrs. Heatherdew. Left, right, left, right, prisoner escort, halt. Lance Corporal Lionel Heatherdew, sir. The police finally caught up with him in Stratford-upon-Avon. Thank you, Sergeant. So, Lance Corporal, not Sturchley this time. You were after somewhere... A touch more Shakespearean, perhaps. But you would be well advised to recall your English literature lessons at school. Bardolph was a soldier who, like you, 
earned himself a bit of a reputation as a persistent lawbreaker, and he ended up being hanged by his old pal Prince Hal, when as King Henry V, he finally ran out of patience with him. Right, let me look at the rap sheet this time. Hmm, not good, Lance Corporal, not good at all. Deserted 13th of November 1918, two days after the armistice was signed. That's nigh on 11 months ago. Unbelievable. Caught five months later on 30th of April 1919 in Windsor of all places. Well, in my defence, I saved the taxpayer having to foot the bill for my return fares from Germany on the train and ferry. I paid for that myself. Listen, sir. I simply don't want to be in the army anymore. I just want to go home. The old bill brought you back to Caterham. But no, this can't be right. You somehow managed to break out of your own garrison cells two weeks later while awaiting trial. And you haired off again. Is this true? Well, actually, it wasn't that difficult. You see, Harry Houdini was able Thank to... you, Lance Corporal. I really don't need to know the details of... Mr. Houdini's skills. Thank you very much. Caught again in Stratford-upon-Avon, 20th August 1919. Let's just get this over with, shall we? I find you guilty as charged for desertion and losing through neglect your arms, your army-issued equipment and your clothing. I sentence you to six months in jail, but this time it will be six months hard labour with the corresponding stoppage of six months' pay, the sum of two pounds, nine shillings and six pence. You are also demoted back to the rank of guardsman with immediate effect. Dismissed. Prisoner escort, attention, about turn. Quick march, left, right, left, right, left, right. Do come in, Sergeant Beaumont. I was hoping to see you today. Say cheerio. Oh, and happy new year to you too. The war's been over for 14 months, but I fear nothing will ever be the same for our generation. I honestly don't think any of us will ever totally forget serving at the front. Indeed, sir. I heard you were being demobbed today. That's what? Five years short-term commission? Got it in one, Sergeant. I have volunteered in January 15. But now it's back to Civvy Street for me. I shall miss this place. I really shall. You're a lifer, aren't you, Sergeant? That's right, sir. I was a regular before the war broke out, and I intend to stay in until I retire. Oh, by the way, you remember Guardsman Heatherdew? Well, did you know he never did a single day of the hard labour that I sentenced him to serve? That was the CO's doing commuted instead to six months in jail. Well, this morning, the CEO has decided to make a clean break and has announced that Guardsman Heatherdew is to be released with immediate effect after serving only half of his six-month sentence. Cashiered, I presume? Yes, exactly so. A dishonourable discharge and not eligible for any campaign medals. And do you know what is so sad about all this? If the silly sod hadn't deserted straight after Amethyst Day, he would have been demobbed well before now. 
he could have been all cosy back at home with his mother months ago. Some people, eh? Thank you for the news, and I wish you every success in Civvy Street. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye, Sergeant, and good luck to you too. Maypole 258, the Heatherdew residence. Hello, Mummy. It's over. I'm coming home. You have been listening to Lionel Heatherdew's War, written by Nigel Foster, directed by Emmeline Brayfield, with Sally Hyde-Lomax as Mrs. Gwendolyn Heatherdew, Ben Manning as Lionel Heatherdew, James Parsons as Sergeant Beaumont and Sergeant Roger, Scott Peacock as Captain Horncock, and Emmeline Brayfield as the telephone operator. Produced by Cat on a Piano Productions. For a full list of the music used in the episode, please see the show notes. The Theatophonic theme tune was composed by Jackson Pentland. Performed by Jackson Pentland, Molly Fife Taylor, and Emmeline Brayfield. For more information about the Theatophonic podcast, go to theatophonic.com, tweet or Instagram us at Theatophonic, or visit our Facebook page. If you enjoy Theatophonic and would like to get more content, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash theatophonic. Thank you for listening. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.